0: From KALW in San Francisco, this is Bread and Circus. Do you ever get the impression that the media doesn't take life very seriously?
1: You've probably heard the saying, got to kiss a few frogs before you find your prince, right? Ladies, you're wearing the wrong
2: bra. Because thousands of cucumbers slid all over the highway. Were there any stars in danger? So
1: you want to get a beer without ever getting off the couch, my friends?
2: We're talking about Twinkies.
0: We're here to take you beyond that bread and circus and serve up news that matters. I'm Holly Kernan. Oakland has a reputation as a blue-collar, hard-scrabble town. It's got the docks, the rail yards. Even one of its favorite sons, Jack London, was a well-known ruffian. The problem with the notion of ill-repute is living with it. Many neighborhoods in Oakland deal with violence on a daily basis and have for years. Well, in 2004, Oaklanders set out to change all that. Tired of dealing with crime in their communities, voters passed Measure Y. It's a 10-year, multi-million dollar violence prevention and safety act. In doing so, voters agreed to pay a new parcel tax as well as a surcharge on parking, hoping the cash infusion would make their city a safer place. Measure Y gives the city $20 million a year. That money is supposed to cover costs for 25 fire stations, fully staff a department of 802 police officers, and pay for local violence prevention programs. So how is that working for Oakland? In 2004, a survey of violent crime statistics by Morgan Quitnow, who measures such things, ranked Oakland as America's 37th most dangerous city. This year, it's up to number four. So what's really going on with Measure Y? We sent reporter Nancy Mullane to find out.
1: It's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a sunny but cold day in East Oakland, and school's just letting out at Rustdale Continuation High School. A security guard unlocks the barred front gates. Within minutes, a crowd of older-looking, street-savvy black teens pour out of the bungalow classrooms and onto the neighborhood's high-crime streets. As they swarm out, a woman who looks just like them, only a little older and a lot more confident, walks past them into the school's courtyard. Tina Johnson is here to see Jeremy Redwood. When Redwood was nine, his mom died from a drug overdose. To this day, he doesn't know who his father is. Redwood was heading into some serious trouble. He says even his aunts couldn't control him.
2: I wasn't in school. I was running the streets. And I was barely messing with my probation officer, so it was like I was trying to dodge them and run the streets at the same time.
1: But four months ago, something happened that changed his life. The 17-year-old was sitting at a bus stop when someone came up from behind and hit him in the head with a two-by-four.
2: It, it, was, it was shocking. That's what it was. A straggler, president person was trying to get his money, um, try, to, try to rob him and broke my jaw in three different places.
1: Jeremy ended up at Oakland's Highland Hospital Trauma Unit with a four-inch gash in his neck and the broken jaw. Within minutes, the hospital staff called Caught in the Crossfire. It's a Measure Y-funded program that provides nearly immediate bedside support to victims between the ages of 12 and 20. That's when Redwood met Johnson, his peer mentor,
2: for the first time. He had his mouth wired shut. So he couldn't really talk. He talk, He was trying to talk through his teeth. He was in a lot of pain. Um, he didn't know me from Adam, but I introduced myself and told him what the program was about. And he, he told me he was going to be calling me. He said, "I'm <laughs> for real, I'm going to be calling you on Monday. And he did, you know, and it's... It, We've taken off running ever since.
1: Johnson says, like all of the trained mentors in the Crossfire program, she came from the same kind of streets and had been through many of the same experiences as her clients. She said she'd been both a victim and perpetrator of violence, but with one critical difference. She'd been through a life transformation, she'd become a mother, and that gave her motivation to change. It's Johnson's off-the-streets experience that makes her and others like her uniquely qualified to establish a trusting relationship with the hardest-to-reach kids of Oakland.
2: You know, when I can stand before him and be darn near bilingual, you know, I can talk to him on street level, I can talk to him on how to go ahead and get your, your degrees, your diplomas, how to get on track, how to come from behind where people are expecting you to fail and turn it around and succeed beyond measure.
1: And there are stats to prove Caught in the Crossfire works. Young people who choose to participate are 70% less likely to be arrested. And even more important, they're 59% more likely to stay in school. But it's not the only Measure Y-funded program chipping away at violence in Oakland. Some two dozen programs are funded each year with more than 6 million Measure Y tax dollars. There's Youth Radio, It offers hands-on media production workshops to young people who are at risk. And there's Leadership Excellence. It's based in West Oakland and works to get truant youth off the street and back in school. Maya Dillard-Smith is the chairperson of the Measure Y Oversight Committee. She says the committee is taking a close look at every expenditure to be sure Measure Y dollars are making the
2: greatest impact possible. It's exciting because we have an opportunity to deal with the issues that have plagued Oakland for so long. And as a native Oaklander, that's what's most important to me, that we get this right. Because if not now, when? If not now,
1: when? But the now of Measure Y is taking time. According to a recent evaluation of the initiative by the Berkeley Policy Association and the RAND Corporation, there are some gaps in its implementation. According to the report paid for by Measure Y Funds, There hasn't been enough day-to-day oversight of funded programs by the city. And the authors of the report said for the measure to reach its objective, there needs to be more collaboration between the city agencies and public partners. But many people believe the real gap in Measure Y is policing. Measure Y authorizes the city to spend $9 million a year to hire 63 more police officers. But Deputy Chief of Police David Kaziki says that's not happening.
2: I think it's going um, not as well as expected.
1: As a matter of fact, the city has fewer cops today than when the measure was passed three years ago. Instead of increasing the number to 802, there are now just 720 officers to protect and serve the city's. 400,000 residents. Compare that to San Francisco. The city across the bay has about 1,700 officers serving 750,000 residents. So why can't Oakland seem to fill its police ranks? It has a competitive recruitment program its starting salary is right up there with San Francisco's, about $70,000 a year. And Deputy Chief Kaziki says attracting applicants isn't the problem.
2: We are finding unprecedented numbers of people who accept the job, uh, they're qualified to do the job, but once they really find out what the job is, they're quitting. That is a new phenomenon for us. When I came on the police department 26 years ago, people did not quit the police academy.
1: But that's still not the whole story. Measure Y mandated that 57 of the 63 officers hired become community police officers. And even though the city hasn't increased its police ranks, the city has gone ahead and transferred 37 officers to community policing. That means those 37 new community policing officers don't have to respond to 911 calls.
2: Let's say they're out running around in the beat doing something. And they hear a call, I mean, 911
1: call come out, whatever, whatever it is. Odds are they don't go to that because they're working on a project. A lot of the times they don't hear it anyway because they're on a different channel. That's Bob Valadon. He's president of the Oakland Police Officers Association, the union that represents officers. He says the department has to get more cops on the job, and until then, all officers should have their car radios tuned to the 911 frequency.
2: If we change the rules where if they were out there, when they were out there, and 911 calls for service came out on their beat, they should take that. That would be great. Then that would have like two officers per beat instead of one that we have.
1: On a recent night in West Oakland's ghost town neighborhood, considered by the police to be a high priority beat, small groups of young people in hooded parkas stand around on dark street corners. Meanwhile, at the nearby Seventh Day Adventist Church, about seventy-five local residents gather for a meeting of the monthly down. neighborhood crime prevention council. A felony
2: assault down seventy-five percent.
1: As the meeting gets underway, a police officer sitting at the front of the chapel begins reading off the neighborhood's most recent crime statistics. People sitting in the pews seem to brace themselves for the news. Shootings up 77% over last year. Carjackings up 225%. But there's also some good news. Felony assaults down 27% and homicides down 50%. This is
2: specifically
1: then the local Baptist minister, Gordon Humphrey, stands before the group. He says they all know things are bad in the hood, that Measure Y is moving too slowly, that it isn't providing the critical services to help the young people in their neighborhood redirect their lives. So, he says, that means community members will have to step up to the plate and do it themselves.
2: It's time for all of us to get together and come together and say that we are tired of it, no more excuses, and get out and work with these kids. These kids are going to dictate what goes on. The policemen here, they can't stop it. They can come in and do an intervention, but they can't prevent it.
1: After the meeting's adjourned, people stand around talking. They greet one another, shake hands, and pass out business cards. The community's getting organized. Outside the church's front doors, Amy Vidor is standing on the sidewalk with two others. They're talking about Measure Y. I remember
0: when it when it was on the ballot. It was mainly put aside with the interest of getting more police officers on the street. And I guess that never really happened. I totally think having prevention community outreach is is great, but it seems like it's all splintered. You know, I don't know see any real focus effort. If if there is, the city really hasn't been promoting it to the residents. To the homeowners have been paying the taxes for this initiative. So i just like to see a little bit more transparency, a little bit more, you know, information exactly where the money's going
1: to, how it's being used. Some of that taxpayer money is being put to use back at Rustdale Continuation High School. Leaves from the school's lone tree rustle overhead as Tina Johnson and Jeremy Redwood sit talking on a bench. But it's not clear how long their mentor-client relationship will last. Measure Y only funds her work with the teen temporarily. Redwood looks down at the ground. His black dreadlocks hang over his face. Johnson looks over at him.
2: Well, on paper, the program is designed to work with the young person six months to a year. You know, but this kid I'm going to have a relationship with forever. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the way that's going to go.
1: A small smile breaks across Redwood's battered mouth, then he turns his face away. If Oakland voters who passed Measure Y three years ago could see this moment, they might just have enough confidence to give the initiative, with all its problems, time to complete the job of making Oakland a safer city. For KALW News in Oakland, I'm Nancy Mullane.
0: You can hear all of our stories and send us your comments and suggestions at KALW.org. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Holly Kernan.
2: Support for this public radio podcast comes from Vanguard, offering investments designed to help individuals and institutions reach their long-term financial goals. one 888